It's Tuesday, August 1st, 2023, and this is Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, trading on the TSX Venture and the OTCQB. PurePoint actively operates a portfolio of advanced uranium projects in the world's richest uranium district and has established partnerships with some of the largest uranium suppliers worldwide. While our passion for this subject is undeniable, it's essential to clarify that the information presented here is not investment advice. Instead, our goal is to offer an unbiased and comprehensive review of recent events that could impact uranium prices. And now your host, Chris Frostad. Thanks, and welcome to this week's Uranium Spotlight. Today, we'll be spending some time talking about the situation in Niger and its potential effect on uranium supply chains. We also have news this week on an important nuclear restart in Japan, U.S. and Canadian commitments to nuclear power, and much, much more. First, though, let's take a look at uranium prices. Uranium spot prices held steady at $56.15 throughout the week, with balanced demand across a year's spot delivery. Eight deals were granted, totaling 900,000 pounds, U308 equivalent, split between immediate and four to six month delivery. July saw 28 spot transactions comprising 4.3 million pounds of U308 equivalent, of which 16 were promptly delivered and 12 scheduled for four to six months. Limited trading occurred beyond six months. The week's activity, initially slow, gained momentum later, possibly influenced by Niger's recent unrest causing a mild price increase by Friday. The long-term U308 price remained steady at $56 per pound in the recent month. The uranium market has been calm with no recent demand or contract awards. Several utilities, however, are exploring term uranium options through various channels. There appears to be anticipated increase in market participation by utilities in the coming months, possibly aligning with upcoming nuclear association meetings. Utilities are seeking mid to long-term coverage, some for 12 to 24 months, with pricing variations based on terms and conditions, though the range has remained stable. We start this week by looking at the recent coup in the country of Niger and its potential impact on the price of uranium and companies mining uranium in the region. Niger, a country in West Africa, experienced the seventh coup in West and Central Africa since 2020. As soldiers of the Presidential Guard challenged President Mohamed Mazoum's authority, leading to the suspension of the Republic's institutions. This political instability underscores the inherent risk in the region. Niger plays a significant role in the global uranium market, producing nearly 5 million pounds of uranium in 2021. With a cumulative production up to 2019 of about 330 million pounds, enough to power the world for a couple of years. The recent developments in Niger have raised concerns about stability, particularly in France, which relies on Niger for 15% of its uranium needs, and the EU, which depends on the country for a fifth of its total uranium imports. The French government and energy experts reassure that immediate uranium needs won't be affected as extraction continues and existing stocks could cover approximately two years. Arano is also exploring new extraction in the northern Arlet region. However, the coup could pose challenges for Europe's uranium needs in the longer term. As the continent aims to reduce dependency on Russia, another major uranium supplier to European nuclear plants. If the situation in Niger deteriorates, adopting sanctions on Russian uranium could be further complicated in the short term. 
Investors in uranium companies must carefully consider the political risks when engaging in resource operations in regions with uncertain political situations. Though Niger has been relatively stable in uranium mining activities over the past 50 years, recent events remind us that political environments can change rapidly. As the situation unfolds, individuals with investments in Niger should closely monitor developments and the broader geopolitical context to make informed decisions. Political instability can disrupt supply chains, production capacities, and international trade, potentially impacting the global uranium market and involved companies. We will be keeping a close eye on how this situation evolves and its potential ramifications for the uranium industry. In other news, Japan's Kasai Electric Power Company has successfully restarted the 48-year-old Takahama No. 1 reactor after 12 years of being offline. This makes it the second reactor over 40 years old to be reactivated in Japan. The reactivation of this reactor may mark a milestone as it could potentially operate for more than 60 years under a new law. Japan will likely continue to bring on more reactors as new safety requirements are met with the Takahama No. 2 reactor scheduled to come online in September. The United States has hit a milestone in their advancement of nuclear energy, with the first AP-1000 reactor achieving commercial operation at Plant Vogel. So what does this mean for America's nuclear energy future? Well, the successful commercial operation of the AP-1000 marks the beginning of a new era for clean and cost-effective nuclear-powered electricity in the U.S., the project is the first new nuclear facility built in the country in over 30 years. With several new nuclear units planned globally, including in Central and Eastern Europe, the UK, and India, the US has positioned itself as a leader in advanced nuclear technology. Canada's new commitment to increasing nuclear power's role in its electricity generation makes it a central part of its decarbonization strategy. The 2023 federal budget demonstrates strong support for nuclear energy, offering investment tax credits for clean electricity, including nuclear and clean technology manufacturing. With plans for large-scale nuclear builds, small modular reactors, and medical isotopes, Canada is positioning itself as a reliable supplier of nuclear technology in the fight against climate change. Finally, last week, France announced ambitious plans to add eight EPR reactors to its nuclear fleet. EPR reactors represent the third generation of pressurized water reactor design. France has chosen Bouguet Nuclear Power Station just outside of Lyon as the site for two of the new EPR reactors. The decision was made due to the site's readiness for construction, and the other chosen site was Trisican, just further to the south. However, there do remain concerns among environmentalists regarding the impact of the River Rhone and its flow. Uranium equities drifted down slightly in July. Although the producers saw a slight uptick, developers and explorers were off by between 5 and 10% over the month. Govix Uranium Inc. recently announced a substantial increase in open pit mineral resources at its Matanga Uranium Project in Zambia. The project comprises three mining permits covering about 720 square kilometers and five deposits. The updated mineral resource estimate is a result of extensive infill drilling in 2021 and 2022, leading to a significant growth in in-pit resources, conversion of inferred resources into the indicated category, and higher uranium grades. The constrained total pit resources are now reported at 36.5 million pounds equivalent U308 indicating robustness in the mineral resources at Matanga. 
The company is optimistic that the operating mineral resource estimate will have favorable implications for the project economics. The 2023 mineral resource estimate is disclosed with an additional constraint applied to comply with reasonable prospects for eventual economic extraction, reporting within a constraining open pit shell based on a uranium selling price of $70 per pound U308 and a 100 part per million U308 cutoff grade. A comparison with the 2017 mineral resource estimate is provided to assess the impact of this constraint on the mineral resources estimation. The company also reported that its operation in Niger continues as usual. Despite recent political disruptions, its employees are safe and continue to work diligently on its Matawela uranium project, ensuring that activities at both the project site and the company's office in the capital city proceed without interruption. And that wraps up this week's segment of Uranium Spotlight. Thank you for joining us today and remember to stay informed about the ever-changing world of energy until next time, I'm Chris Frostad. You've been listening to Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, advancing its position as the premier uranium explorer in the world's richest uranium district. Join us again next week for Uranium Spotlight, 